Hello, and welcome to Not a Couple, a Will and Grace podcast. I'm Matthew. I'm Tess. And this week we are talking about Season 3, Episode 22, Alice Doesn't Lisp Here Anymore. (laughs) Plot twist. She does lisp. Well, no, she doesn't lisp, but she does live. True. All right, let's do the summary of the episode, and then we'll get into it. All False assumptions vex Grace, who's attending a funeral. And Jack asks Karen to accompany him when he is nominated for a Lower Manhattan Non-Transgender Equity Waiver Gay Cabaret Award. I'm really glad that they, they had that in there, because I wrote that down. Because I, I wanted to, like... You wanted to comment on I, it? I wanted to get the name right. <laughs> I feel like there is a Manhattan Gay Cabaret Award that they're making fun of with this. Mm-hmm. I feel like I remember seeing that somewhere on the internet. I'm assuming that this is probably, like, the non-transgender thing was, like, thrown in to be, like, haha, we're funny. But, like, I want to imagine that they're throwing shade at, like, TERFs. Like, <laughs> trans-exclusionist radicals. Like, just fuck those guys. The transgender cabaret acts have their own award, and it's better. There's more sequins. It probably is better. And there's probably more sequins. And more 9-11 humor. Because of difficult people. (laughs) Tess's uncomfortable 9-11 segue is about the the main point of this particular podcast episode, which is that we thought that this was just a fantastic episode of difficult people. Yes. With a totally different cast. Yes. Very revolutionary. (laughs) Really impressive, I think. Right, so... To just get the cast of Will and Grace to do an episode of Difficult People. Yeah. Did you think it was weird, though, that it took place in the 2000s? In the past, yeah. yeah. It was like a period piece. Yeah. So, for those of you who aren't familiar, Difficult People is a Hulu show starring Billy Eichner and Julie Klausner. Um, their tagline is something like, if Will and Grace were horrible people. Mm-hmm. Um, and we I think brought them up on the podcast before for that exact reason. Yes. Like, it's a girl and a gay in New York City, and they're, and they're running around. And She's a redhead, and they're both Jewish, and it's, right. it's it, there are a lot of similarities there. Right. But this episode in particular, like, just the way everyone behaved, it was like an episode of Difficult People. The thing that Will and Grace really has, I don't want to say going for it, because we love that it wasn't like this, but usually Will and Grace is a pretty wholesome, pretty sweet show, where, yeah. like, no one is, like, really mean, and, like, everyone bad gets their comeuppance, et cetera, et cetera. And this week, it was almost like Seinfeldian in its, like... They were just horrible people this yeah. episode, and it was funny as shit. The The main thrust of the episode for Will and Grace is that they find out that this friend of Grace's from grade school just died. Middle school, I think. Oh, but that's true. Sorry. I don't think of middle school sometimes because I didn't have one of those. Me either, but... So, uh, um, but she's a friend from middle school, and... They think she's dead, and Grace is like, oh, this is so terrible. I used to make fun of her for having a lift. She had a lift, and I called her Myth of Laethy Faith. Aleph. Aleph. Aleph of Lith. So, um, just a quick sidebar, because I did enjoy this bit of the episode. It was like a very small detail, but the way they find out about this is that uh, Grace's mom sends out a monthly newsletter. Yes. I thought um, that was funny. I thought that was very funny, and very reminiscent of Matthew and I's respective mothers, in that they both send Christmas letters. Yes. But Matthew's mom is a genuine Christmas letter updating everyone with the things that have happened to the family in the year. And my mom's is a Christmas letter making fun of people who do that. <laughs> <laughs> so I thought that was pretty funny that Grace's mom had a newsletter because that was hilarious to me. But but then they end up at the funeral, as, as mentioned in the episode description. Yes. And it, just, it goes downhill from there even before you find out that Alice isn't actually dead. It's her grandmother who she was named after. So Grace is like kind of racked with guilt, but like still kind of amused by the way she used to tease this girl. Yeah. She did like a school stand up 
Yeah, show, that's not a thing. Which but okay. isn't a thing. Like I would have just gone with talent show, you guys, but right. whatever. But it's Schenectady, you know? I guess. Schenectady is a strange place. So she's racked with guilt and then convinces Will to come to the funeral with her. Right. Which in and of itself is a bad idea because then Will is not any better at this funeral. Right. Will is hitting on the like who he thinks is the dead girl's brother. Yes. And then learns that it's actually the dead person's grandson and does not stop his advances at all. He's literally like, he's wearing Prada shoes, he's gay. <laughs> and I mean, Will's mind, this is a normal time to hit on someone. Yeah, but yeah, like, he is clearly upset. I think his name is Gabe. And so, like, Right, because Will... I think he was just calling him gay. <laughs> so, like, Will goes to, like, give him a hug and then he kind of, like, lingers. And it's, Ugh. like, it's not a good look on Will because Will very rarely falls into, like, the predatory gay trope. Mm-hmm. But in this episode, he, like, full-on embraced it and was just blatantly hitting on a man at his grandmother's funeral, <laughs> which was hilarious. Um, but, yeah, so then Grace kind of gets, like, her comeuppance when mm-hmm. she is reintroduced to Alice. Right. And she, who is alive. Who is alive and no longer has a lisp. Right. Um, and she apologizes to her, but it's not the most heartfelt apology. Well, and also I think Alice was like, intent to like let bygones be bygones. And then, and then Grace like brings it up and she's like, oh. Oh, really? We're going to throw down. Like, well, I think there might have also been like a subtext of Alice didn't know that Grace was the one who coined the nickname Mr. Lazyface. Yeah. Which is a pretty lazy insult. That's not a very good nickname to haunt you all through high school and <laughs> college and medical school. But what I just don't think it was that creative. But so then Grace and Will try to like sneak out of the funeral because she's made an ass of herself. This woman isn't dead. It's terrible. And in their attempt to do this, the priest is like, oh, yes, you, you have something to say about the deceased. (laughs) And so then Grace goes up to the, what is it? The lectern? The The lectern, yes. Yeah. And it's like. The Hannibal lectern. It is like trying to apologize to the alive Alice while pretending to be talking about the dead Alice and mostly just quotes songs and it's really awkward <laughs> but very funny. I thought it was sweet. But so then she does apologize and then she talks to Alice afterwards and Alice is like, you know, I, I, I appreciate the apology and I think that like you're fine and like I actually work in New York like maybe we could get lunch sometime uh-huh. and Grace is like oh yeah that sounds that sounds good and then she takes a sip of coffee and as she's putting it to her mouth someone is like wait be careful that's very hot and then <laughs> so so then Alice wants to introduce Grace to the group that she does a, that does speech therapy uh-huh. and when she brings the group back over Grace has now burnt her tongue and is now lisping and now she has a lift <laughs> So, so the episode ends with Grace just insulting these three children. Yes. And Alice. Mm-hmm. And and just shamefully just walking ma- away. Making it so much worse. But so like that was Slinking away, some might say. Yes. So that was kind of the part that really solidified it for me that this felt like a difficult people episode. Because in a very recent episode of Difficult People, uh, the character Julie, who plays the girl mm-hmm. in the gay and girl duo, recently had a bunch of like uh, plastic surgery like fillers put in her yep. face because she discovered that if she smiles people will, like let her do stuff so she <laughs> does this and then gets offered to like host a panel of like these women filmmakers uh-huh. but then she can't move her face out of this smile 
And so then this woman is talking about this film she produced about her father's stroke. And so Julie's like, oh, yeah, that was a really moving film. But she can't stop smiling. And they're like, are you making fun of her father? And then she tries to take a sip of water and it all just pours down her face. And it's just it's so funny because it's literally that exact same gag. Yes. But it's like they're they're both just terrible. separated by time, but not separated by time this week. Yes. So it was just a very funny coincidence for us to encounter mm-hmm. both these episodes in the space of a week. So thanks, Will and Grace, and thanks, difficult people. It for was your amazing. Beautiful cosmic confluence. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. I think I mostly just also enjoyed how terrible Will was this episode mm-hmm. too. Like Will is arguably more unabashedly terrible. Right. Because at least Grace is like coming from a place of like I am trying to like make amends, like. I'm clearly a bad person, but, like, I'm working on it. Whereas Will's just like, eh, I'm just along for the ride. That guy's hot and gay. I'll hit on him. Yep. I don't care who's dead. We're gonna fuck over the body. (laughs) I'm glad they don't fuck over the body. That would have been weird. That would have been way too PG-13. That probably would have been what happened on Difficult People, though. Mm -hmm. Good point. (laughs) Uh, Uh, The other plot this week is also, like, a shade of Difficult People. Yes. Um... Not quite as much. And it's, it's not quite as much, in fact, because Karen has a heart again this week. Yes, she's which is always a, fun. She's been a little bit more sympathetic lately. The wizard gave her a heart. <laughs> She'll probably burn it out in like a week. Probably. So this plot line with Jack and Karen uh, features Jack winning a Manhattan non-transgender equity. equity waiver gay cabaret award. Yes, but he doesn't win. He's just nominated. Right. I think he thinks he's going to win. Yes. He keeps talking about it. For Jack 2001, mm-hmm. which comically is displayed throughout the episode with Jack having just like crossed out the last zero and put a one in afterwards. On like his director's chair yeah, and everything. Yeah, yep. It's beautiful. But what happens as a result is that, so the whole beginning of this episode plot line is Jack like preparing to shoot a video so he doesn't have to go to the ceremony because right. like all the cool kids do that yeah, in his mind. All the cool actors don't show up to the ceremony. They just send a video acceptance. But what has actually happened is that the organizers got confused because there are too many gay cabarets that have the word Jack in them. <laughs> and so Jack 2001 was inaccurately nominated a la Moonlight. Yes. A la uh, La La Land situation. Yes, yes, yes. So um, Karen discovers this when she pops across the hall for more champagne, Mm -hmm. and then we get a nice bit of answering machine humor, which is something I do very much so miss about about current TV, is you don't get any answering machine humor. And so she she literally hears the machine as um, the person from the Mac Awards (laughs) is calling to say, Jack, we're so sorry, there was a mistake, like you were not nominated. And then he ends the phone call with my new favorite catchphrase, Escalator, <laughs> and I was like, "Who? What? Are, huh?" So that was great. So you're saying that the comedy in this episode just kept ascending. I'm gonna stab you through the eye with it. <laughs> kept escalating. Stop it. So then Karen like walks across the hall, and Jack is like, "Okay, I've got it. I've got my character. I'm ready to shoot this film." And she tries to first distract him, being like, "Honey, let's like not even worry about this. Let's just like go to Bermuda." <laughs> And he's like, no, Karen. And then he's thinking about it. And he's like, this is the first major award I've ever been nominated for. I want to go. And then Karen has to... Has to break the bad news. Yeah. she. Uh, and then she's got a heart because she does it very gently. Mm-hmm. And it's the most maternal we've ever seen, Karen. And Jack is a big baby about it. And Jack is a big baby about it. And so then Karen, to make him feel better, takes him back across the hall where she present- she's like, oh, 
well, I thought about getting you money. But then I thought, no, Jackie isn't that shallow. And I thought about <laughs> getting you a hot guy. And I thought about getting you diamonds. And Jack, like, perks up with each thing and then, like, deflates. And then she laughs and she's like... No, I'm just kidding. I know that you're a like a cheap whore or whatever. And <laughs> yeah. then opens the door to reveal a hot guy wearing a like a tiara with a wad of cash. Yep. Like and it's it, so it was all the things. Yes, it was all of the He's things. He's very happy, arguably happier than if he had won the award. Probably, yeah. I think Jack seemed very happy at the end. He got of the three prizes instead of no prize and just like a trophy. Yeah, so good job, Jack. I do regret a little bit that Jack wasn't ultimately successful in this episode because I think Jack is so bad at things yes. that I love the idea of him finally succeeding at something. Mm-hmm. I think there's a lot of comic potential there and I kind of hope that in a future episode of Will and Grace we do actually get to see that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but as of now, it is not yet to be. Mm-hmm. That This plot also was like another thing that kind of reminded us a little bit of Difficult People because mm-hmm. for Watchers of Difficult People, it kind of reminded me a little bit of Matthew and Denise's relationship mm-hmm. Which is a very mother-son relationship. Yep. Like, if you watch the first season of Difficult People, they genuinely do a mother and son photo shoot at one point. Yes. And to, to clarify, uh, Matthew was played by this teeny tiny tw- white twink boy. Right. And uh, He's clearly, like, the jack of the dynamic. Yes. And then Denise is played by Gabourey Sidibay. So, like, mm-hmm. she's fi- they are clearly not related, but they have this beautiful relationship. It's so beautiful. Um, but in the, in the most recent season, uh, Denise has adopted a baby. Yes. And Matthew is so jealous despite the fact that he is an adult <laughs> man <laughs> and he's just that like, is so debatable though <laughs> he's objectively an adult man <laughs> legally in fact legally oh there's also a great bit in one of the last episodes where he's auditioning to play the bait on to catch a predator <laughs> <laughs> see he's only sort of an adult man yeah but um yeah it's it's just it was a very difficult people episode we just we just needed a lola we did just need a lola to just make a bunch of nylon i think that's rosario yeah. I, Lola kind of feels like a Rosario role. They're just like really deadpan and against everyone. Yeah. I like it. Yes. But yeah, so this episode, very much like Difficult People, which made me happy because I love both shows. Mm-hmm. So it was kind of nice to see Will and Grace dabble in being terrible. Yes, I like that. But I also kind of like that we know that they're not going to consistently be this terrible. Yes. Because some some, sometimes we like the wholesome rewardingness of the show. Yeah. But it's still fun. <laughs> All right. Um, before we go today, we're going to talk a little bit about our plans for the new season of Will and Grace. Yay! Yay! We're absolutely not covering it. We're not doing it, guys. Just kidding. Okay. okay. It's not that we're not doing it. It's just that we really are liking the pace we've set with this mm-hmm. podcast, and we want to give you the fullest of the Will and Grace experience. Yeah. We both have really been back and forth on this. Uh, like I, we both... I don't even know which side we were originally on in the argument anymore. Because we both flip-flopped. We both flip-flopped. Back and forth. Yes. Very strenuous on the um, hamstring muscles. Also the flipping and flopping muscles. Yes. But uh, so what we finally decided is that because we started doing this podcast with the idea that we would go through every Will and Grace episode, Mm -hmm. it wouldn't be fair to just jump ahead to the revival. Even though the revival is changing a lot about the show and getting back Mm -hmm. to its roots, um, it it just didn't make sense to us. We... We are watching this because we want to see all of Will and Grace. Yes. Not just jump back and forth. Right. And we want to be able to bring you guys all of Will and Grace. So the plan is that we will continue and do season four next. Yes. So. Now, through a small bit of serendipity, uh, based on the timeline that we've set up, we're going to wrap up season three in a couple of weeks. Yes. Um, and we're going to have one week left to do kind of a season three wrap up and get everybody really excited for the season premiere. Yes. Then we're going to take a couple weeks off of the podcast, but we are going to... Kind of double cover the show. Yes. So we're going to probably 
uh, live tweet it. Is, yes. Is the plan. Is we're So whenever there's an episode of uh, Will and Grace. Like a new on, episode. A new episode of Will and Grace on air. We are going to be on the airwaves live tweeting and, you know, posting reaction gifts and mm-hmm. crying and then maybe doing like a live video update if we can figure out how the kids are doing that these days. Yeah, we're too old to figure that out without <laughs> Googling it. So we'll let you know if that's kind of coming down the pike. But so you can always count on when there's a Will and Grace episode, we'll have something of content up. Maybe some weeks will just be me, some weeks will just be Tess. Mm-hmm. Um, but we'll be covering it in some way. Yes. So you'll never go without our thoughts and feelings on the new episodes. Yeah. And if something really big happens, I think we'll probably sneak it into like an actual episode. I think so. If, I mean, it's hard to, it's going to be hard for us to talk about Will and Grace without talking about Will and Grace. Yes. So you definitely will not, will not be lacking in revival coverage from us. It yes. just may not always come from this medium. And it's not necessarily going to be the focus of a given episode. Yes. So our plan is that we're going to kind of keep chugging through. We're going to do a uh, kickoff to season nine. Before mm-hmm. we take a couple weeks off and then come back with season, season four. four. Yeah. So So speaking of all of that fun stuff, let me tell you where you can find us, where we're going to be live tweeting. We're going to have so much stuff, guys. You'll okay. have to find it. All right. So we are on Twitter at, at Not A Couple Show. That is our main social media. We are going to be live tweeting from there. If Twitter should go down, you can also find us on Facebook. We're at Not A Couple There. We have a Twitter. Or I said that already. <laughs> we have a Tumblr. We post our show notes on Medium. We are on uh iTunes, like you can find us pretty much everywhere. So on the off chance that like suddenly Twitter shuts down and all the fabulosity following <laughs> Will and Grace, like you can find us. We'll be talking other places. Yeah. All right. Uh, thanks so much for listening to us this week, everybody. Uh, we'll be back with another episode from season three coming soon. All right. Thanks for listening. I'm Matthew. I'm Tess. And this is Ben. Not a couple. Bye-bye. This episode of Not a Couple was recorded in front of a live studio audience are you excited for the new season? Yeah. This episode of Not a Couple was sponsored by Difficult People, which is sponsored by Will and Grace, which is sponsored by Not a Couple, which is sponsored by Difficult People, which is sponsored by Rocky. Dr. Scott!